When postmodernism goes to church, a subtle and deadly philosophy is taking over the world today. Claiming to promote a new enlightened way of thinking, it is instead leading men and women into deeper spiritual deception and error. Most of the Western world calls this philosophy, or strange fire, postmodernism. Postmodernism fosters a general suspicion of reason and holds hands with skepticism and relativism. Truth is relative to the observer. You have your truth and I have my truth. And even if they are 180 degrees opposite, that is okay because truth is relative. There's no such thing as absolute truth, something that's true under all circumstances, times and places. According to postmodern philosophy, truth is also migratory. It changes with time and place. What's true in Africa is not necessarily true in America or Europe and vice versa. In essence, truth is culturally conditioned. Postmodernism now dominates most of Hollywood, most of higher education in the United States, and most of Western society. It has even crept into the church. After explaining to a young man the biblical reasons why Adventists keep Saturday as the Sabbath as opposed to Sunday, I was startled by his response. I think the day we worship is all relative. It just depends on what's best for the person. After all, God knows our hearts. In stating that reality came from what we felt rather than from solid answers in the Bible, my young friend articulated how postmodernism has affected our modern church and Christian culture. Truth has become relative. However, for believers, it all comes back to this question. Do we take the Bible as absolute truth and wholly inspired by God as it claims to be? See 2 Timothy 3.16. Or do we define truth based on our life, culture, or spiritual preference? Some treat the Bible as just another inspiring piece of literature, but we can't take it as this. It's either a huge hoax, for it makes some outrageous claims about itself and about God, as well as giving very specific unpopular instructions on a variety of topics, or it is indeed divinely inspired and should be treated as such, even today. Postmodernism wipes out absolute truth and thus leaves no solid foundation on which to stand. Truth is left to be defined by the whims of a changing culture, and each person can define his or her truth differently. This creates a dilemma for Christians, because true Christianity is built upon a foundation of absolute biblical truth. It's a truth or fire that God has built, not man. As Seventh-day Adventists, this foundation is especially key. We believe truth to be non-negotiable. We base our beliefs on the unchanging and authoritative word of God, sola scriptura, as the Protestant reformers used to say. But God will have a people upon the earth to maintain the Bible and the Bible only as the standard of all doctrines and the basis of all reforms. The opinions of learned men, the deductions of science, the creeds or decisions of ecclesiastical councils, as numerous and discordant as are the churches which they represent, the voice of the majority, 
Not one nor all of these should be regarded as evidence for or against any point of religious faith. Before accepting any doctrine or precept, we should demand a plain, thus saith the Lord, in its support. The Bible tells us, Enter ye in at the straight gate, for wide is the gate, and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction, and many there be which go in thereat. Because straight is the gate, and narrow is the way, which leadeth unto life, and few there be that find it. Matthew 7, 13 and 14 Finding and staying on the narrow way is not easy in today's culture. If we are not students of the Word, we will likely miss this narrow path that leads to heaven. On the other hand, the Broadway is not difficult to find. That's why, if we read the Bible correctly, it should cause us concern if we find ourselves on a path that the whole world is following. If everyone is headed one direction, it might be wise to consider if this is truly the way God has indicated we as Christians should go. The Broadway can take in everyone, no matter what they do or don't believe. Satan's most subtle tactics are directed at the Christian world. He is especially talented at meeting the felt needs of his Christian subjects wherever they may be. If ever there was a seeker-friendly evangelist, it is he. If people are looking for excitement in religion, he has it. If people are looking for renewal through contemplative, self-focused spirituality, he has it. If people want to bring all their possessions with them on their spiritual journey, they can. The enemy is famous for telling his Christian followers, you don't have to do anything different. You don't have to give up anything or adhere to any specific truth or doctrines. You don't have to change. You're okay just the way you are. It's all about meeting their needs and desires. And boy, has he been successful. For the next couple of chapters, I'm going to talk briefly about what counterfeit revival fire might look like, especially as it relates to prayer, and how we can distinguish it from the true. If we are going to stay on the straight and narrow and have success in ministry, understanding these concepts is vital. However, before we move forward and talk about specifics, let us consider a significant vision Ellen White had. 